scared to self-care. I'm Jen, lifestyle YouTuber and your host of this podcast, where we dive deep with insightful guests to find out how self-care has played a role in their success. Welcome to our community. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our community. It's Jen, obviously, and we have a great episode for you today. But of course, per usual, let's get into what was in alignment for us this week and what was out of alignment for us this week. And usually I say reflect on your own, which, you know, still stands. But I actually have a new platform called Geneva, which you're going to learn all about in this episode, where you can actually share with our entire community, me and everyone else listening included, what was in and out of alignment for you this week. And we can actually communicate because you can't do that over a podcast. So I'll talk about that in a bit. But let's start with what was in alignment for me this week. And I've been loving already hearing from you guys a bit. So something that was in alignment for me last week, it was honestly a pretty shitty week, which I'll get into. But one takeaway that I think could be really helpful for other people is I had to get my blood work done. I had to go to the lab and get blood taken all by myself, like a big girl, like seven vials of blood. And I was a little nervous because I don't faint from getting blood taken or shots or anything like that. But I am prone to vasovagal responses, which means like when I've seen other people have seizures and things like that, I faint, which is like awful timing because everyone should be focused on the other person at hand. But here I am just stealing the thunder. Anyway, (laughs) I got my blood work taken. And so I was a little nervous going by myself, getting so much blood, much blood taken because I haven't done that. And I don't think I've ever really gone to a lab and gotten my blood work done. So I was like, what if I do have a vasovagal response? I don't know. So I went like a big girl and I was like, nope, we're going to be fine. We're going to hydrate. We're not creating the story in our minds. So obviously when the needle goes in, it like set my whole body into shock and like, sorry, fast forward 30 seconds. If you're you know, queasy from blood. This is just a quick tip. It sent my body. into like a shock of anxiety, obviously. So I kind of freaked out. But what helped me instantly was breath work. So what I did was I breathed in for four through my nose and I breathed out for eight through my mouth. So on the Skinny Confidential, I feel like here and there or any other podcast, I'll hear specific. I always use box breathing, like five in, hold for five, breathe out for five. And you just keep doing that like a literal box, just the same amount of time. I had recently heard on a podcast to breathe in for four and out for eight. So I did that and it like instantly helped. I watched some TikToks and I was just breathing in for four and breathing out for eight, just nonstop. And it physically changes the state of your body. It's not just like to get out of your head, which it does, like just to get your mind on something else, but it also really physiologically changes you. So anytime I felt like, oh my God, I'm about to have a panic attack, I do breath work and it helps every time because it physically changes the state of your body. So we have control over our bodies and it's just so fucking cool what I've learned through breath work. It's that. It's that I have control over what happens to my body as someone who has become more anxious since fainting more recently in my lifetime. I it like caused so much anxiety with me thinking I'm going to faint in all these different situations. But knowing that I have the power through my breath to completely change what's going on in my body, life changing. So I wanted to give that tip, which also leads me to 
a quick update. So I've had Erica from Evolve by Erica, the person I do Kundalini with on the podcast, and she gave me a promo code for you guys. So if you use, I believe it's Gen 10, but I'll double check and I'll put it in the show notes. If you click on the link you and or use the promo code Gen 10, I believe, you will get 10% off your first month and seven days free. So if you have been wanting to try out Kundalini, check that out. Use my code. Okay. So, oh, one more thing that was really in alignment for me this week is I've been vlogging nonstop. So I noticed that my favorite vloggers and Shelby included as I edit her videos, they just vlog and vlog and vlog. And then they're like, oh, this vlog's getting kind of long. I'm going to stop it and start the next one. And it makes you feel like you're really following along their lives. And I love that. So that's kind of what I'm going to start doing with my channel. I have so much more time now to churn out videos more quickly. And I love vlogging. And I just feel like that's those are the channels I love to watch. I'm still going to do my workout reviews. And, you know, if I'm feeling inspired to make a sit down video, I'll do it. But the bulk of it is going to be like trying to churn out multiple vlogs in a week. So if you want to keep up with me, head over there and let's get into what's out of alignment. And it's a big one. PMSing like a bitch. I, oh my God. So I was a human guinea pig last week. I had to do this low sulfur diet for parsley health for my health coach. Cause she believes that I had a sulfur intolerance still might. And honestly, it was so restrictive, which I was fine with until she said no coffee. And I was like, And it was so hard, but I was like, it's fine. It's five days. I'm already feeling better. So if this is the culprit, like, great. So then I start PMSing them. And when I have been PMSing since leaving the birth control pill days, the past two periods off the pill, I get dark and depressed. And it's like, it was better this month because I knew what was happening, but it's still hard. It's like, I just want to lay it around. I'm not feeling inspired. I'm feeling a little more depressed, but you know, just being self-aware allows you to manage your symptoms better for sure. But then I got stomach cramps. So between feeling super depressed about restricting myself and this diet and my heightened anxiety from the PMS, the anxiety around the elimination diet was like wild. And then I got really bad period cramps. So I was like, you know what? At this point, I'm not going to be able to even tell what's a symptom from what I'm eating versus my period. So it's just not a good time to do it. I got my blood taken. Like I took steps towards figuring out my health last week. We can take a minute and circle back to this when I get back from Nashville next week. If I have to do it again, I'll do it again next week. But it was not the time with my period. So listen to your body. I I was like feeling like a failure for wanting to quit. But once I checked in with myself and said, or actually my friend Sydney shout out reminded me, I've done this, this, and this this week. It's We don't have to rush it. And I know my body and I knew that doing that paired with PMSing, it was not, it was not the vibe. So (laughs) shitty week, but I woke up this morning just feeling so refreshed and ready to go. And I just like feel on top of the world. So I'm safe out of the PMS zone, which feels great. All right, let's breathe in what was in alignment for us this week and breathe out what was out of alignment for us this week. (sighs) Okay. The guest of this week is the head of community at Geneva, Kim. It's an NYC-based messaging app for groups, clubs, and communities of all shapes and sizes. Her work at Geneva focuses on helping brands, creators, and community leaders of all kinds build their communities from the ground up. 
Before joining the team at Geneva, she built community at Glossier from the ground up for five years. So Geneva is more organized than GroupMe, more private than Facebook, and way more fun than Slack, which I can attest to because Kim, after this episode, had a whole workshop session with me, and we created an entire community for you guys that's now live. I posted it on TikTok really quick, and we have already 30 of you guys in the community chat already talking. We have all these different rooms. So it's similar to Slack where there's like channels, but it's way more interactive. There's some groups that are formatted and more similar to like a Facebook group of posts. And most of them are really just like a Slack group with just a running chat. So we have a fitness recs section or room. We have a room for if you want to find someone to go to a workout class with in New York City, New York City recommendations. We have self-care tips. We have a whole section for the podcast where you can write in what's in an alignment and out of alignment for you this week. You can write any guest requests. There's just, there's a spirituality chat. There's everything you could possibly need. So come join us there so we can actually all talk and connect. And it's been so amazing. So I will put the link in the show notes and let's get into what this episode was about really quick. Basically, it was all about community and what it takes to create a community, the difference between community and audience, what is Geneva, how to find homes at Geneva, how to cultivate community, how, you know, who's doing it right in the influencer and and like community space, because really you could use Geneva if you run a sorority or anything. It's not just for influencing, but we did get into just as someone who's built community at Glossier and then here the importance of building community at brands and as an influencer and what the future of that looks like. And she's just really fucking cool. So if you are just want to listen to a cool chick talk about her career path and all things community, listen, because Kim is just fucking cool. So that was weird. I said that weird, but I feel like you get it. So... (laughs) enjoy this episode join our geneva group the link is in the show notes i can't wait to chat with you guys over there and here we also have like a podcast recommendations group where i already took some of your guys's podcast recommendations and i have like a whole queue of podcasts to listen to so been loving it and i will talk to you guys over there Hi, Jen. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I love your energy already. I just have to say. (laughs) I mean, you know what? I feel like today is one of those Thursdays that feels like a Friday. I woke up today and I was like, ooh, I don't know what the energy, what's going on, but I'm feeling it. So are you in New York City? Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. Okay, me too. And it must, I think it's the weather. I think so too. I mean, although today is kind of like a little cloudy, but this week has just been so it's nice. Still nice. It's, it's still so nice. It's so nice. So I don't know. I feel like we're on the up, although I feel like I've been saying that since March. So it, we'll it, see. We are. We are, okay? <laughs> we are. We're putting it out there. We're putting it out there. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. So give us your top self-care tip that has played a role in your success to start it off. Oh, I love. Okay, so top self-care tip that has played a role in my success is definitely journaling, which I actually only started about a year ago. So I've been, I was doing this. Have you heard of The Artist's Way? It's like this book for like creative. Yes, yes. So I did that because, you know, I'd heard about it and I was like, this is kind of cool. I feel like I could like use a little bit of this in my life and not considering myself an artist, but the book also made me realize I feel like anyone can kind of be, like take that kind of um, inspiration 
Anyway, so there are, in the book, she encourages you to do what she calls morning pages, which is like three pages of free writing every morning. And so I started doing that. And even after the book, like I did them this morning, I do them basically every single morning now. And it is just like my grounding moment before I start my day. And I think the biggest thing for me is like you wake up and as soon as you wake up, you're like checking your phone or all these things that you have to do or running through your brain. And so it's almost my way to like reset my brain before I actually start the day. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I've been getting more into journaling too, and I keep hearing about the morning pages. Yeah. And something about it feels daunting, but I feel like it's probably one of those things that once you start, it just feels so good and it just flows out of you and it's not as daunting as it seems. <laughs> totally. And I think the thing that's the biggest like game changer about them for me is that she really when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply really encourages encourages you to like write anything that comes to mind and so you don't have to be pretty with it you don't have to be like super emotional about it it can be like oh my god my I mean I actually write this kind of like every morning like oh my tea water is boiling (laughs) like those kinds of just like train of thought things um but it really helps and then once you kind of get in the flow of it it just feels more natural I, it's also coming back to your senses almost. It's like actually totally. being present, like saying the tea is boiling. It's like you're actually present and recognizing what's truly around you instead of just getting in your head and letting all the thoughts consume you. Totally. And I think like as a person, I, w- I would say I was someone like a couple years ago who had a hard time like really, really defining my emotions. Interesting. Um, and so – that this has like really transformed that for me, which is really interesting. Yeah. Self-awareness changes everything. And journaling is something that helped me with that as well. Also therapy, both things. It's just like actually being able to (laughs) understand what is going on in your mind. (laughs) Yes. Both things essential. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, let's dive into all things Geneva. So if someone has never heard of it before, let's just like define it. What is the app? So Geneva is essentially a messaging app built for communities, clubs, social groups, all of those kinds of things. So if you've used Slack before, it's like having Slack, but for your sorority or for your brand ambassador program or your creator community, your podcast community, your book club, so on and so forth. And really the kind of like, I guess, mission of Geneva as a product or as an app is to give communities everything they need in one place. So, so often, and this was my experience in my prior role where I was, when I was building community elsewhere, you're like stitching together all of these different apps and tools and you have like a chat and then you email people and then you have a Google calendar and a Zoom for events and it's chaotic. And it's also just like, it makes me sad that we've had to be relegated to like using work tools for our social lives. And so Geneva's mission is kind of just to like simplify that, make it more fun, make it more easy and accessible, um, but give you everything you kind of need to run and take part in a community in one place. Totally. And that that makes me realize it's like we really only had 
Facebook groups yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was that was the only reason I was still on Facebook, truly. Like, I would go there for my groups. And I still right. do once in a while. But it's funny that it's like all my interviews recently have come at the perfect timing. Because <laughs> on TikTok, I do, like, workout class reviews. And people keep writing, like, my videos on how to make friends at workout classes and, like, People will comment, you know, can I go to a workout class with you? And like, yeah. I'm looking for friends. I just moved here. Like, how do I make friends at workout classes? And that's like a top question. I know. And I was thinking about create, I was like, where could I create something where it's like people can meet each other, go to workout classes together, review workout classes instead of me just like reviewing and talking to the abyss. Totally. And Geneva just feels perfect for it. And like, I joined this personal training group and she's on Geneva and then okay sis is on Geneva and I feel like I just it's like really everyone's on it at this point (laughs) and it makes sense it's like it's either slack which honestly if I'm not working I don't really want to be on slack right and then Facebook no one's on Facebook anymore (laughs) so it makes sense yeah I mean I love that so much and it's so funny that you say that because we've that has been like one of the biggest themes that we've seen over the past couple of months is like especially young women in I mean we have like Philly, London, Dallas, San Diego who are like creators on TikTok or Instagram moving to a city or like just moved to a city and they have so many people who are like I just moved here too and I want to make friends or I want to find the best restaurants or recommendations or whatever Um, and so they're creating home, what we call homes, like communities on Geneva for just like girls in their city. So there's like Philly gals and like London town girlies. And it's really, really cool to see Nashville, um, to see people kind of like create that space for themselves and other people to actually find, find their people in their city. Yeah. So how are creators using it in terms of like, is is the home called their name and then they have like different channels or rooms within the home? Good question. Um, It totally depends. I think one of the biggest things about the app is it's like very flexible to what you want. And so I I always tell people like no two homes on Geneva look the same, but it it is true. Um, So we have, you know, people who have created a home that's like, you know, Katie's house um, or we'll have people who name it after their podcast or their brand, um, like, okay, sisters. Um, and then we have people, like I mentioned, who are like, I'm just going to create a home for girls in Nashville or Philly or Dallas. Right. Um, and, and so then the rooms are like restaurants or fitness exactly. or whatever. That's exactly. really, cool. you know what it reminds me of? Do you know the app notion? Yeah. You know, it's like totally customizable. Like no one's notion looks the same. And it it gives you like the format almost, but you can completely customize it. That's what it reminds me of. I love that comparison because we are obsessed with notion at our job. Like we, I mean, honestly, I I love notion so much, but honestly, sometimes (laughs) to a fall, I'm like, you guys, does it have to be a notion? Right. Um, But yeah, I actually think it's like a kind of a perfect comparison. It is very much like your world. And that's the thing that I like, that brings me the most joy for people is I think that, you know, to your point earlier, like Facebook groups has kind of like existed on its own for a long time. And if it wasn't Facebook groups, people were either like having to choose between a really, really simple group chat, like a WhatsApp or group me vibe, or they were going to like really complex, like community platforms. And both of those aren't like 
I mean, they're great tools, but the, the fun kind of gets missing. Right. And so I think the thing that I, that brings me the most joy is like, I talk to people and they're like, Oh my God, I sat at my home and I had so much fun, like making the rooms. Um, that is what I love the most is like how much it is enjoyable for people. Right. So then let's dive into that for a minute. Like, yeah. What makes it so great for one, the creator or like the owner of the home? And then what mm-hmm. makes it so great and fun for the member? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I'll actually like keep going a little bit on that thread of yeah. like the two sides, like either one group chat, it's like a long message thread or like super complex tool. I think one of the biggest things for us in terms of Geneva sitting like right in the middle of those two ends of the spectrum is you want to be able to have the fun, the flexibility, the ease of a group chat app, but with all of the actual tools that communities need, right? So like event calendar, video built in, broadcasting built in, all like full roles and permissions. And so I think for the members, what's really nice is it doesn't feel like this overwhelming, complicated new platform that they have to get and, and, you know, understand just for the one community it's like you go there and you're maybe you join your sorority but then you're like oh I want my book club to be a part of this or my run club or my you know the brand ambassador program that I'm in and it can kind of be the home for a lot of the different social groups and communities in your life so that I think is really nice for members it makes it easy but it also makes it you know just kind of all in one and then I also think for the for the members, the thing that's really nice is like, I think a lot and talk a lot about like the relationship between community and social media and audience. And I think what's really cool for a lot of people is like, you might follow someone who talks about wellness or mental health and feel really connected to everything that they share and talk about. But it's really hard to have a dialogue on social media, yeah. right, about that topic. And so it kind of, both for the creators and the members, it like, levels the playing field. It lets people like show up as themselves, have real conversation and through the creator be connected with a lot of other people who have shared interest, you know, with that, which I think is really nice for the members, but also really, really nice for the creators because I think, you know, I'm curious to hear your perspective on this, but like, I think that for a lot of creators right now, there's this feeling of like, I have to churn out content on all of these different places for people to engage with, right? And what's really nice about having a community, it's like you go one layer deeper and you don't have to be the source of content for people. It's like you're bringing them together and they're coming together and having the conversations. And you can be a part of those and you can facilitate those and, and that's kind of like the beauty of it, but you don't have this intense pressure of like making a video for this channel and you know all of that kind of stuff it's just human conversation and connection absolutely and even like what we're doing right now it's a podcast but for some reason on spotify and apple podcast you can't even comment like no one no one can talk back to us unless they find us somehow on a different platform and even tiktok it's just like quick comments that cap you at like 15 characters or whatever so right to be able to actually have a full-on conversation with your community is so helpful. And I'm really excited because I feel like I've wanted to start one for a while, but sort of didn't know what it would look like. And now right as, you know, before we even started this conversation, I'm like, it started to click just from little comments here and there on my videos. So I'm really excited, but it kind of triggers this conversation of like, 
community versus audience. Mm -hmm. And some people do just want an audience and want to just be the face of something. And that's great. But I have always said I want a community. Like in the beginning of every podcast, every YouTube video, I say, welcome back to our community instead of welcome back to my channel. Because I wanted it to be a space for other people to connect as well, to your point. So I'm curious your perspective on like community versus audience in today's, you know, content creator culture. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's funny. I go back and forth a lot because I think that right now it's like audience is getting a bad rep. Like in a way there's a conversation that's like, you have to be building a community. And I don't necessarily believe that either. Cause I think as soon as people feel like they're community is like forced or like prescriptive it's like when it doesn't actually have any meaning but I think that what is really cool about where I think this space and the creator space and especially like in particular like young women like us who you know well I'm not a creator but like you who are like creators and you know building stories and you know sharing resources and education all of that for people digitally is like the ability to have that one layer deeper relationship with people and like actually facilitate conversation and do that digitally, but also bring that in real life and host events and all of that is like kind of where I feel really excited about that space, you know, and where it's going. Um, And so I think that, you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to build an audience by any means. Uh, And in a way, you know, building an audience, especially around something that you really care about, whether it's like the environment or mental health or beauty, allows you to find your people and then like build that community where they can actually come together and have conversation. But I think of community as like more of an ecosystem, whereas I think audience is a little bit linear, right? It's like I share with all of these people. And a community allows for so many different kinds of conversations, so many different relationships, um, which I think makes can make your entire world of what you're talking about and what you're doing so much more dynamic. Completely. And I agree with you. There's there's nothing wrong with an audience, because when you think about it, if you're trying to become, you know, have a cooking show or be a musician, it's like you're just looking for an audience to share your talent with. Yeah. So. I completely agree. I think it depends what your goal is. And, and if you're sharing a talent with the world and want an audience, I think that's beautiful. Right. Um, so I completely agree with you. But as someone who's your head of community and you came from Glossier, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. were you doing community there as well? Yeah. So I was there. I mean, I started there when it was just into the gloss, which was the editorial site in 2013 when I was in college. And then I started doing community when I graduated and the brand launched in 2015. I started community in 2015 brand launched at the end of 2014. So what is it about community that you feel drawn to? Like you've fallen into leading communities of huge major brands. I mean, you know, it's, I definitely fell into it. I didn't, I didn't know that it was like the thing that I wanted to do. I didn't even know that it was really a job when I started doing it in 2015 um, we didn't really have a playbook. And so I was just trying stuff, um, and learning as I, as I went. I think that the thing that I love about this space is that it is so, it's so like foundational to who we, who we are as humans, but it's also so new from like a digital standpoint that it 
feels like there's constantly new, exciting things happening in this space that you get to watch or to take part in. Um, and I really think that like, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but I think that the future of community is really going to be driven by, by young creators. And so I, you know, when I was at Glossier and I got to, you know, spend a lot of time building this incredible community, many of whom, you know, were creators themselves and seeing what they were doing themselves for their own communities. I was like, this is really interesting. And then I hopped over to Geneva in 2020 when I was like, okay, I'm ready to try something new and I want to get into tech because I was really interested in like the community tech space. Um, And now I'm seeing people just like create the coolest spaces online that have real meaning and value for people. And I'm, I'm just excited about like the ability to support that and to help as much as, you know, I can, and as much as Geneva can like facilitate those spaces. Cause I think that they're kind of like the next groundbreaking spaces online. Yeah. So as someone who's you you've kind of been watching every single one of these communities be created within Geneva and also beyond, I'm curious, what do you see that works? Cause to your point earlier, yeah. sometimes it does feel forced. So if someone's wanting to create a community either around their podcast or whatever it might be, what do you see genuinely working? I think the thing, I think there's a couple of things. The first is like with community being really niche is good. Um, And I think it might be a little bit different with, you know, building an audience on social where you want to reach as many people as possible. But with a community, you know, the communities that I see thrive the most are the ones that are like super clear about like why they exist, what they're doing there and what they're for. So we have um, this incredible like period care brand called August, like founded by this 23 year old activist. Mm -hmm. And she's created the space solely for people to have conversations about like menstrual activism, health, especially for young people, people who are early in college or like late high school. And so they have all of these conversations where they'll bring in doctors to talk about menstrual health or they'll talk, they'll bring in um, a yoga instructor to have people like do yoga when they're on their periods. It's really, really cool, but it's so specific. Right. And so she's like, I know exactly who I'm building this space for and what we're building it around. And I think that that like niche specificity makes a community really strong because your members know why they're there. They know why other people are there and they feel an automatic sense of like connection because they know that there's that shared interest or that shared experience. Um, So I think that's really important kind of like at the baseline. And then the second thing that I would say is honestly, this is a little bit, maybe this seems obvious, but showing up like fully as yourself is so important when you're leading a community. Um, You know, when you're, especially if you're, you have a brand or, you know, some kind of entity that is like its own thing, a podcast, maybe um, leaning away from the, the desire to like show up as the brand, right. Mm -hmm. It makes it feel when you do that, it can make it feel very kind of like big brothery, right. Where there's like an entity here and then there's all these other people. Um, But when you're leading a community, the beautiful thing about it is like, you show up as a full human, just like everyone else. And generally speaking, your members will kind of like model the behavior that you show. And so 
if you show up as, you know, normal with your, you know, just as a full human being, your members will probably do the same thing. Um, and it kind of removes the airs and, and all of that from the, the space. So I would say those two things, but I mean, I've seen a bunch of different like little pieces that people have done. I think creating rituals is really important in a community, like having things that you always do, whether it's like a weekly wins shout out like or things like that are really, really important too, just to like keep people, you know, have a sense of routine in a community, which everyone needs in their lives. So you're definitely going to need it in a community too. Yeah. And I think Geneva, not like, I'm not, I'm trying not to be like such a salesperson right now, but I'm really like <laughs> understanding it. Like I think Geneva is a great place for creators to be able to show up fully as themselves. Cause it's like a text chain. Like if, yeah. you're, if you're creating a video or an episode, it's like, you're trying to provide value and like put on your host voice and all of the things. But in Geneva, you can just like chat. You don't even have to like respond to comments and be like, thank you so much. It's just like, totally. you can literally be like, what, like, did you guys work out today? What did you do? Like, I'm yeah. so lazy. Like, and you can just like shoot the shit like you would in a normal group chat. So I love that. Yeah. And to your first point, I wanted to ask, are people able to like, if they're looking for a community, can they search like NYC girls on Geneva and just like find a group of people? Great question. Not yet. However, we just launched this um, kind of like V0, I'm calling it, of home discovery. So it has, there is a section in the app where you can find a bunch of homes that um, are public and open for people to request to join. You can't yet search for your home, but that's definitely, definitely coming. And, you know, you can imagine like in the future, you'll be able to look at like basketball, LA, and then right. like, find those find those people, which I'm very excited about, but doesn't exist yet. Yeah, I think that would be really cool because if someone's yeah. like in a new city and doesn't know where to go, they can just like yeah. go to Geneva and find all the groups. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's the dream. That's the vision. Oh, I love that. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I'm curious now your favorite Geneva groups. Like, oh. I feel like you know every single one. So what are you, or if you, maybe you're not even an active member of any, but are you like, yeah, as a user? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hesitate to say I have any favorites because I feel like, you know, I love them all equally. Of course. <laughs> but as a user, like as let's a member. The, yeah. Yes. <laughs> as a member. Um, I love, there's a home on Geneva called Encyclopedias and Training, which is this guy Cole who lives in New York. He's a sub stacker and TikToker about fashion. Oh, cool. And he created it and it's, you know, like a big group chat about fashion things. So they had the most hilarious like live chat during the Met Gala um and I love that group and everyone's always sharing like pictures of things that they want to buy and they're like should I get this should I get in blue or yellow so that one's really fun and I'm like constantly like poking in and there and you know it's, it's a lot of like hot takes which I love yeah um and then I also love CMOS girlies which is a wellness group started oh. by this um, this girl Kate Glavin and Emma, they are they have a podcast yes. called What the Fuck is CMOS, and they have a meme page called CMOS Girlies, and they have like a four thousand person home on Geneva that is all about well like wellness, food, recipes. It's so good, and people are always sharing their food picks. I'm like, oh my god, I need to be get better at making my lunches. Like yeah. people people can cook in there, but also sharing like products and. I love that one. I feel like I learn, I learn a lot. 
Um, oh, I need to join that one because I follow mm-hmm. CMOS girlies and I've never, I didn't realize they're the much. best. Okay. I'm, I'm so excited. That's oh, like right then, up my alley. Yeah. You should definitely, you should definitely join. Um, and then the other one I love is called Sadie Baddies, which is first of all, an iconic name. Funny. Uh, I love that. <laughs> and she, the founder of that Priscilla, she's incredible. She is a, um, she started the space on Instagram initially as just like a mental health page for like black and brown people. And now she started this community and they have like vibe. They did a vibe check earlier this week, which was in an audio room where everyone's just like sharing how their week is going. It's Wait, so there's good. Audio room? Yeah. Well, okay. Let's dive into some of the features. <laughs> what do you mean? I thought it was just like text. Oh no, like, babe. Group chat. I have to dive in. I just joined yeah. two the other day. We're going to get you all set up. Okay. My hesitation was like another social media app, but the more that I, (laughs) well, I stopped using Facebook and the more that I follow some of these communities and feel so out of the loop because I'm not on the Geneva app. The other day I was like, I'm downloading it and I needed to like play around with it before I make mine. So of course, of course. Yeah. You got a little, get a a little inspo. Um, Okay. Yeah. So the features, I feel like I'm like, I'm telling you, but I'm also telling people. I know. So essentially the way Geneva works is, um, again, similar to Slack in kind of like the high level architecture. So you have your home, which is like your community or group and anyone can make a home. So we have like 10 person book clubs, K-pop fan clubs, all the way to like brand ambassador programs, big group chats like CMOS girlies, podcast communities, everything like that. Um, And then within your home, you have rooms, which are essentially like channels The difference for Geneva is that we have five room types in Geneva and you can essentially, when you create your home, mix and match from those room types to make the space that makes sense for you. And so you have chat rooms, which are of course like your WhatsApp kind of thread. Um, So people use those for casual conversations. You have post rooms, which have a little bit more of like a Facebook Reddit vibe. Um, Soon those will, I don't even know if I'm allowed to share this, but who cares? Soon, those will have, they'll have like full kind of formatting. So you'll be able to bold and, you know, cool do bullets and all that. So post rooms are really used for like announcements, resources, events. A lot of people who have like courses or challenges use post rooms for like the update of a course or a challenge. So we're really excited about the formatting stuff. I think it'll like yeah. be a game changer for a lot of folks. Um So you have chat, you have post, and then you have audio rooms, which are like your big group phone call, like walkie-talkie vibe. Um, You have video rooms, which are like FaceTime or Zoom, like just as a room in your home. And then you have broadcast rooms, which are like IG Live slash Clubhouse, where you can have like nine people on stage and 5,000 people in the audience at a time with like a full chat in broadcast. I know it's kind of insane. And I think it's insane and I work there. Um, And then you have an event calendar where you can like share events. So if you're hosting something like a picnic, of course you could share that, but you could also share, you know, if you wanted to do a vibe check in an audio room, like Sadie Baddies did, um, you share an event there. You can even set the location as one of the rooms in your home. So it's like everything is just all in one. I'm so excited. I I clearly have used this as like a consultation. 
tell me everything. I love it. I feel like we're doing like a public consultation and everyone's like, okay, yeah, no, right. Oh, okay. Literally, because your team actually reached out to me and I was supposed to have a call and then they were like, wait, you're talking to Kim. Like, just talk to her. And I was like, okay. Oh my God, that's so funny. Shout out to Carly. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much. I'm really excited to everyone. I'm so excited I think too. what I'm going to do when I finally launch my Geneva is when I'm going to upload this episode. Yeah. And I'll announce it in the intro. Okay. I love that. I love okay, that so perfect. much. Okay, Ooh, great. Yay. Okay, let's go into the ending segment. Fun facts okay. and favorites. Okay. What is your morning routine? Okay, so my morning routine is I wake up at like, a, well, my goal is to wake up at like 6.30, 6.45. Um, but I'm a sleepy girl by nature, so I end up waking up at like 7, 7.15. Um, and then I'm very fortunate to live by myself, so I like just roam around my apartment, like doing little things. Um, but I try to start off like before I do anything with the morning pages that I mentioned earlier. So I don't turn on any music or anything like that. I just do them in silence and I sit like by the window and, you know, have a cute little moment. Um, and then I make my tea. I have like chai every morning. I can't drink coffee cause I'm, it makes me feel insane. And then I'll do a little workout. I've actually been getting into like my workout moment lately. Okay. So go me because that was not me before. <laughs> do you feel so different? Like your day I goes do. so differently, right? I do. I feel really different. And I think honestly, the routine of it, like I was saying before, like routine is so important for humans and the routine of having like, okay, this is at this time is when I stop my journal and I go to work out is so, so nice. Um, so I do that. And then if I've woken up early, I'll also read a little bit. Um, but usually that's not the case. So I, <laughs> I, I skip the reading most mornings. Um, and then I kind of like go about my day. Sometimes I'll try to take a walk. I'm definitely trying more now with the weather. Um, and I, you know, take a shower, do all my things. Taking a shower is when I put on a podcast. And yeah, then I start my day. Okay, great tea. segue into the next three questions because they're all in your morning routine. <laughs> what is your favorite book? So my favorite book of all time is probably Sula by Toni Morrison, which I highly recommend to any and everyone. I think it's incredible. And it, I read it in high school and I've read it multiple times since. And I just, she's a genius, but also that book is like magical and especially magical for women and thinking about relationships and friendships between women. So oh. I love that book so much. And then the book that I actually just read that I really liked, oh no, I'm going to forget the name, but it's by Eve Babbitt. She's like, I think she, she's passed, but she was like a very like social LA girl in the seventies. And she wrote this book of essays about just like her time in LA in the seventies and cool. it's so cool. And she was like in the middle of everything. She's kind of like, I feel like she gets compared to Joan Didion a lot. So very cool. Very chic. Loved that. So those two might be my like top of mind faves right now. Okay. Favorite podcast. Favorite podcast. You know what I was listening to today that I love and I know Rachel and she's such a icon is The Cutting Room Floor, which is a podcast about the fashion industry by this woman. Her name is Rachel Mundy. She's like a designer and like fully a designer in her own right. And she launched the podcast a couple of years ago. And I think it really took off during the pandemic. 
but it's she interviews people in the fashion industry, but like everyone from designers to agents to writers. And it's so interesting because she interviews really interesting characters. And it is such a an example of how an industry is such a representation of like a larger culture and larger society, because I'm not in fashion, obviously. But it's so so many of the things are so relatable. Um, and I think she's a great interviewer. So I love her oh. a lot. Okay, so you love the fashion things. <laughs> I, guess, I guess, but not even, I not really. Like, I feel like she, I think that hers is just, that industry is interesting to me because it's so gatekept. And so the whole point True. of the podcast is, is like to undo that for young cool. people who are interested in the space. So I don't know, but I think it's just, I just like hearing about people and how they work and how they yeah. operate. And I think it does that well. So I like that about it. Okay, cool. Favorite workout class? Oh, girl. I mean, I'm a noob, so I feel like I need to learn from well, you. What but have you been doing? I've been doing Melissa Wood Health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I feel the like best. everybody knows. Everybody knows. The yeah, best. I really like her a lot. And I just like her energy. Mm-hmm. And I like the way that she speaks in classes. You know, I feel like I'm finding what I like from instructors. Like, I don't like the intense Thing. Like I think she's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like that about her a lot. It's a nice way to start your morning. She's yeah. so relaxing. There's she's no so loud lovely. music. Exactly. It's great. Exactly. And then the other person that I like, just because I feel like I really see results after I do her workouts, is this girl on YouTube. I feel like she's kind of an OG fitness person. Her name is Emmy Wong. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of her? Yeah. She's like an OG YouTuber, I think. Yeah. Um, the only thing I don't love, to your point, she has like music and I don't really like music and you in can't the background. switch it and you can't That's change the it. Problem. It's like, really, I'm like, no, 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 no. But I need to hear her. So I'm like, always like exactly. putting it up and down. I know. Yeah. But she, I like her workouts a lot. Like I feel like I always see a difference. And then I also do sky Ting at home. I have their like membership yeah. thing. Also very lovely. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. So you love like the calmer workouts. I like that. Yes, ma'am. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. When do you feel your happiest? Hmm. Um, I think to be honest with you, which is so funny that we were just talking about this. I think I feel my happiest when I've like done my morning routine and I'm, or I'm in the middle of it and just like feeling the effects of it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I I think I feel my happiest on like a Saturday morning when I'm doing my journaling and just like getting ready for the weekend, winding down from the week, but still like in my my own routine. That is such a nice feeling. And I think that my routine for me helps me get in flow, like helps me mentally kind of like feel more inspired and more creative. Like I can really tell when I am in it and when I'm not. Um, and so when I'm in that mental space and I'm doing my routine and it's like a Saturday or Sunday morning, that's the best. Me too. I completely relate with that. It just like allows you to get into flow. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. Okay. What would be your last meal on earth? Oh my God. (laughs) The best question. (laughs) Oh my God. What would it be? A hot dog. Oh, love that. (laughs) I I know. I think I'd like, yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. It would probably be a hot dog, honestly. I get it though. Yeah. (laughs) Like I love a hot dog. And yeah. if it's my last meal, I'm not going to be really that concerned no. with the fact that it's like going to add, you know, Fake. it's going to do, do <laughs> all things is. to my body and my brain. Yeah, okay. be a hot dog and like a very large 
plate of fries. Yeah. And maybe, honestly, I'd probably throw in some, like, hash brown tater tot type situation. If it's really the last meal, I'd probably have, like, a, a array of potato, fried potato options. Okay, so potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> potatoes and a single hot dog. Yeah, Love exactly. it. And a martini. Oh, of course. That's okay, it. so where can the people find you and all things Geneva? Okay, um, so Geneva is just at Geneva, G-E-N-E-V-A, like the city, it, on all things Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, um, and Geneva.com. Um, and I am not as simple. I'm Kim Johnson dot underscore on Instagram. I'm hi underscore Kim, jo- Kim Johnson on Twitter. And I'm Kim at Geneva.com also just like my email and I always tell people my email because it's easy but also if you're interested in Geneva or you like are like okay I want to start a community but I don't know where to start or anything like that definitely send me a note I'm always down to chat with folks it's like my favorite thing about my job so okay I'll be sending you an email (laughs) (laughs) that was for you but also anyone else (laughs) you we are going to chat about your home (laughs) all right well thank you so so much for coming on to our podcast Thanks so much, Jen. I'm so glad to to have been here. Of course. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I would so appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate, review, and definitely subscribe so that you don't miss another insightful episode. You can also engage with the community on the Dare to Self Care podcast Instagram. So definitely join us all there. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.